Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Intuitive Kids podcast. Friends, I have a very special friend myself. Her name is Kathy Kerr, and Kathy has gone through my Angel Reiki school. She's been in my Angel membership. She's also been a teacher. She is a retired teacher, uh, having worked as a teacher for decades, and she is going to be helping me from time to time with episodes for the Intuitive Kids podcast. She's going to be doing some interviews So please join me in welcoming Kathy Kerr to the Intuitive Kids Podcast. I really hope that you enjoy her episodes. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Hope you enjoy. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Intuitive Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Kerr. It is such a privilege to have Dr. Laura Foran on the show today. Dr. Laura has her PhD in Human Development and Family Studies with a specialization in couple and family therapy. Dr. Laura continues trauma-informed practices with the latest in child development research to help families find more peace, calm, and connection. She teaches conscious parenting and communication with heaping doses of grace and compassion through her podcast, The Balanced Parent, and her courses and programs. Welcome, Dr. Laura. Hi, Julie, so great to be here. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Hi, Mrs. Kerr. It's so nice to be here. That's fine. I also want to welcome Savannah and her mother, Amanda, to the show. Welcome, Savannah. Hello. So today we'll be talking about anxiety in kids. And as a former educator, it sends a bit that we're seeing it more and more in schools and younger and younger kids. So I think it's a really important topic that we can um, discuss. So Savannah, do you want to start us off? Do you have a question for Dr. Um, Laura? Yeah. So I would just like to know what exactly is anxiety and what does it look like? Yeah. So, you know, anxiety is a really broad term and there's lots of different anxiety-based diagnoses that you can have. Um, But in general, when we think about anxiety, we think about worry. We think about things that make us nervous, um, things that we think about a lot. Um, And sometimes it can be a, a feeling or sensation in our bodies. So some people get a little twisted up tummy, some fluttering, the heart might start racing. Um, and you can feel it can anxiety can make it hard to do things like make new friends or go new places. It can make it hard to try new things. Um, it can make it hard to focus on something that you're nervous about. So like if you have test anxiety, taking tests and exams in school can be really stressful. Uh, and often it has a lot to do with a little bit of how we're wired, how our brains are set up and a mismatch with the environment. The what we're seeing more and more and understanding about anxiety um, is that the modern world isn't exactly the great <laughs> for our human brains. Um, that there's lots of pressure, lots of things happening fast, um, and we the environment that we live in isn't necessarily what our our human bodies and nervous systems like to be in, and so we get a little anxious, a little nervous. Does that help? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What are some good ways to get rid of it or calm myself when I'm having lots of anxiety? Yeah. So folks who experience anxiety often have some feelings of anxiety for the rest of their lives. So sorry, Savannah. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, the good news is, is that um, there's a difference between anxiety that really gets in the way of you being able to do what you want to do in your life and kind of anxiety that just kind of walks alongside you. And so <laughs> I call anxiety my lifelong friend <laughs> that I didn't know about until I was a grown up, but it would have been so helpful to know about when I was a kid. I used to go home like once a week with tummy aches. No one told me that that was because I was anxious. You know, um, so some of the things you can be doing, um, we've talked a little bit about a, in a previous episode about emotional freedom technique, tapping. Tapping is a really great way to work with anxiety. Um, it is non-invasive. There's no drugs involved. And it's basically just using acupressure points that are based in science um, to soothe the nervous system. And what's cool about it is you can take the thing that you're anxious about that you're telling yourself a story about, like, I'm going to fail this test. If I fail this test, I won't get into advanced, you know, math next year. And then I won't be able to get into college. You know, we do this. Does your brain do this, Savannah? Tell yourself yes. a big, long story way into the future. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, it can help to kind of dump that all out in a journal. Just write it down. What is the biggest problem that could happen if around what you're anxious about. Um, you know, we, I could fall on my face at a dance competition and everyone will laugh at me and no one will want me on their team next year. You know, the biggest, scariest outcome. Mm -hmm. And then you can start playing with a little bit of the probabilities. Like what's the likelihood that that's going to happen? What part of this is in my control and what part of this is not in my control? And the parts that are in my control, what can I do in a kind of a calm, not reactive, not super controlling or anxious way, but in a calm way, what can I do to make sure those things doesn't, don't happen? So if I'm worried about failing a math test, is it something that I can talk with my, you know, and I need more time to, for studying? Is this something I can talk to, you know, if you have coaches or other thing, activities going on that are preventing your studying that you can talk to them about and get some extra time? Mm -hmm. Or if it's the time on the test that's really worrying you, can you ask your teacher or your guidance counselor to advocate for you to get a little bit more time for taking the test so that you're able mm -hmm. to focus? Um, and then, then we come back to the t tapping piece of it. So I really like tapping. I, I love the science behind it because um, I'm nerdy mm -hmm. like that. But I also like the the feeling that I'm doing something. So if you're at home, and this is going to be a video, right, um, Kathy? Yeah, it is. It will be on okay. YouTube. So one of the things that's cool about tapping is you can do it in the privacy of your own home. And I'll show you those points now. But there's also points on your fingers that you can do when you are at school. But basically, you can just tell yourself the story of what you're nervous about. And there's lots of scripts online. You can look at lots of YouTube videos to learn how to do this. But really, you're the person who knows best what you need to hear. And with tapping, you talk about your fear or your limiting belief. I suck at math. Or I don't know, what uh, what is it that you're anxious about, Savannah? Definitely like, math class. Yeah. I suck at math. And so you would say something like the first part is you say three times, even though I, and then you put in the thing that you're worried about, I completely love and accept myself. So you would yeah. chop on your karate chop point right here. Even though I suck at math, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm the worst at math, I completely love and accept myself. Even though math is really hard for me sometimes, I completely love and accept myself. And then you start tapping through points, your eyebrows. Oh, math is really hard. I do not get what we're doing right now. I'm really worried that if I don't do well on this test, I'm going to fail. If I fail, then I might not be able to get into the AP class next year. And then I'm done. I won't get into a good college. 
And you just talk through all the worries as you go through all those points tapping. Mm -hmm. And you'll notice when it's working that you'll start to yawn. My nervous system is really, I've practiced with this a lot. So my, I'm, a, I'm fighting a yawn right now. <laughs> um, so your nervous system, when it starts to relax, it, um, it yawns. And so that's how you can tell that it's working. And you can start off at the beginning saying oh, your statement, like I suck at math. I'm terrible at math. I'm definitely going to fail my test, that belief that you have. And on a scale of one to 10, where, um, you know, one or zero, it's not zero, it's not true at all. And 10, it's definitely true, how you feel about it. And you want to tap until you get down to a two or three. Mm -hmm. um, and just try it, just see. And that's, that's how we get rid of limiting beliefs. That's one of the ways you can get rid of limiting beliefs. You can also talk yourself out of them. <laughs> you know, you can also come up with different beliefs to you. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is helping, but I, I love tapping. I know it looks a little weird when you're doing it. Um, you don't have to do it in front of anybody, um, but <laughs> it's fun and it, it works really well. All right. I was going to, um, sometimes <laughs> kids that come in, their, anxi their anxiety is because they're not sleeping at night. <laughs> or do you have that Savannah sometimes where you can't sleep at night? Yes, definitely. There's lots of nights where I feel like my brain goes so fast and I cannot even try and fall asleep because there's too many thoughts going through my head right and then when you get to the math class the next day not only are you tired but you know but you also have that yeah that notion that you can't do it mm -hmm. any help with that dr laura absolutely so first of all i know that you know especially the teens who are listening to this are going to be annoyed with me because I'm going to sound like your parent right now, but you got to get off your phone at least an hour before bed. That's the time is, limit. Yeah. You, you, you have to. This is hard scientific fact. It messes with your brain. All right. So you got to get off your phone at least an hour before bed. You got to keep your phone out of your room because it's too tempting, right? So the, the folks who made all of our phones and our apps and our TikToks and our Instagrams, they made it to make your brain want to it, okay? They literally designed it to look act like a slot machine does and addict, like addict you mm -hmm. because it floods your brain with dopamine. So this is a scientific fact and I'm not trying to be annoying, but we gotta get them out of the room. You have to stop with screens in the hour before bed. So that's the first thing that will just give yourself your brain a little bit of time. So in that hour before bed, some reading, some music, some things that make you feel good and relaxed are wonderful choices. Do you like when you have the thoughts and the worries flowing, Savannah, do you like to write them down ever? Have you ever tried just dumping them into a, into a journal? I think I have a few times and it really does help because mm -hmm. If you don't want to tell anyone, I feel like it's still a way to get it all out just somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that that can be a really great thing if you feel up for it. It can also be really helpful when you're in that kind of mind, you know, flow time to talk about it with someone. I know when I was a teenager, that was the time like my dad would never be able to go to bed because my sister and I would be on my mom's bed telling her all the all the hard things that had happened that week. Um, yeah. So that can be, you know, having someone you can tell those things to. And again, 
not on text, talking about it. It's mm-hmm. different. Our brains are different. Same with writing it down. So if you're going to write it down by using your thumbs, your brain processes that information and the emotional content of that information differently. It's actually a different part of your brain working versus when you're writing with a pen and paper. And Mm -hmm. so you want to be really using your biology, your beautiful brain to help you with those things. Little or kids who are listening. So when we have worries like that in our house, we put them in a a worry jar where you write them down. It's because sometimes with worries, I don't know about you, Savannah, but when I'm worried about something, sometimes I worry that I'll forget to worry about it. I know that that sounds really strange, but yeah. And so I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes having it written down and in a place where like, oh, I'll, don't, don't worry, worry brain. I'll remember to worry about this later. You know, it's here for me if I need it can be helpful. So having a little jar of worries that you can put it, put it in and then periodically emptying it out um, can be a really nice thing, especially, you know, I still think they're nice, but younger kids like to decorate the jars, you know, so mm-hmm. my um, my kids used um, like glow in the dark uh, glitter glue <laughs> to decorate their jars. Um, one of them has a dragon in, um, in the bottom of it who eats her worries, you know, so you can have fun with those things. You can also use a, a glitter jar. Um, I, so we talked about getting phones out of the bedroom, but having something like this, you guys can see it who are on here with me. I actually have a a picture frame that has kind of glitter in it too, kind of like a snow globe. Using something like that and watching it and focusing on it as it settles can help your mind settle too. Um, Those are fun to make um, and can be really beautiful um, if your parents don't mind you getting glitter everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some parents don't like glitter. I'm all for the glitter. Um, but it does get strategies. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are some things. And then the like the last thing is a uh, it's um the most kind of heavily researched way to help soothe anxiety when you're falling asleep is the body scan. Have you heard of that? It's the meditation technique. Have you yes, tried it? I have. It's yeah. very helpful. Cool. Yeah. So for those, you know, our listeners who um, maybe haven't heard of it, you just go through your body and notice with curiosity how it feels. You might tense and release um, each muscle group as you move starting from your toes and going up through your head. And that can be really a nice way to relax the muscles and it distracts your brain. So all those worried jumbled thoughts can't do anything because you're focusing on contracting your calf muscle, which is kind of hard to do to like piece out each of those muscles. Um, I will just tell you, Savannah, and you might be a little old, but when I was in, we were, we would teach worry and we'd have a worry stone or something. But one of the best things I thought is we, they would take their worries and write it on a balloon and then they could pop that balloon. And as they pop that balloon, sometimes you don't even put the air in the balloon. You just write it all up, blow up the balloon and let it go. It's like all your worries are shooting out. And for younger children, that always was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. So probably a little young for you. I don't know that you probably <laughs> want to blow up a balloon and, and have it go up. Okay, so that, sorry. Oh, sorry, Jul- uh, sorry, Kathy. The, um, the, that balloon thing is something else I, I like to do with younger kids. Just mm-hmm. um, one of the things that parents don't always know about an anxious kids is because sometimes anxious kids will explode and get really angry and have big meltdowns. And parents don't understand that what they've been doing is they've been putting all their worries into the balloon. 
and blowing it up until it pops or it escapes and blows all over. And so I, I love the balloon thing too. So if we mm-hmm. overinflate it without releasing the worries, without doing things like tapping or, you know, exercise also is one of the best ways to relieve stress. So dancing, it's so good that you're dancing, um, you know, playing a sport, um, not necessarily even competitively, just for fun with your friends, you know, learning how to stand up paddleboard or do yoga, those moving your body is so good to kind of get the air out of the balloon (laughs) before it explodes all over unsuspecting friends and family. Okay, well, those are good strategies. I will just add one more that it it took me 63 years to figure out. And um, doing the body scan, I have found that if I put my tongue on the roof of your mouth, there's a nerve, and I'm not sure what it's called, that it activates and it calms the brain. And it took me a long time to get my brain to calm down. So sometimes I teach my, I used to teach my students that, their brain isn't quite as active as mine. Mine's older. And so they're quicker at learning than I was. But anyway, so Savannah, again, if you had a magic wand and you could tell or ask adults anything, what would it be? If I had a magic wand and I could let them know anything, I think it would just be, hmm, I'm I'm in a second to think about this. That's okay. It can be the Isn't same one if you'd like. I've noticed that Savannah in the past. Sometimes she just wants a hug for me. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, kids with anxiety, it's very hard for them because they don't understand what they're feeling. And I think that what they all, all they need to make them feel just a little bit better is a hug and comfort and just letting them know that it's okay. And it's all going to be okay. And yeah, that's what's all, always helped for me. Okay. Well, thank you both for being on. And for all you kids listening out there, I want you to remember that you are kids. And so just be a, a kid. And I want you to have a wonderful day. And so I'm Kathy Kerr. And until we meet again, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Froyan. Thank you, Savannah, for being such a wonderful co-host. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Want more episodes? Check out our parent podcast, Angels and Awakening. Beautiful souls, if you're super excited to develop your own intuition, go to theangelmedium.com and become an angel member today. Angel membership is for the whole family. Parents get access to hundreds of hours of past course content, new intuitive development circles, events, small groups, and more. And now kids get access to spiritual workshops, pre-recorded energy healings, and live events just for them. Start today at theangelmedium.com. And if you're the family who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, kids ages 14 and up can now enroll in my angel Reiki school with a parent. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to start your own family business. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com. Details are in the show notes. Now, do you want to do an exercise with me? Imagine God is pouring unconditional love through the top of your head. 
This unconditional love fills your body with yummy, shimmering energy from head to toe. So much so that God's love begins to radiate out from your entire body, from your heart, like rays of energy radiating out from the sun. Imagine God's infinite, unconditional love flows from your heart to everyone you love, to everyone in your school, to everyone listening to this podcast, and back to you. Your angels remind you they're always looking out for you, guiding you, directing you, protecting you. Talk to God and your angels all day long and listen to your heart for the positive, loving messages they have just for you.